The Capitals are heating up. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked on Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms, including the SiriusXM app and on YouTube. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen each and every day. My name is Dan Holman. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at Locked On Caps. And the best way that you can help grow the show is to subscribe to Locked On Capitals on YouTube and comment anything down below. I would love to talk Capitals hockey with you one-on-one, and we can do that on subtext. Just check the show description for more details. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for more details. So in today's edition of Locked On Capitals, we talk about who is this Capitals team just going on a tear here and winning games and climbing the rankings. Uh, If I would have told you the Capitals were going to be playing this well a couple of weeks ago, you would have probably laughed at me, but the Capitals are now 6-1-1 in the last eight games in two out of second place uh, in the Metro Division. Wow, how times have changed. It seems like not too long ago I was talking about how this team uh, was already in panic mode. We'll talk about that in the show a little bit later. We will talk about how Hunter Shepard was huge in the Capitals' victory over the Islanders. And then we'll talk about how Alex Ovechkin is beginning to heat up. But just to get it going here, we will talk about the last game as the Capitals take down the Islanders uh, in a decisive victory, I gotta say. It is an Islanders team that is struggling. Some people out there are speculating that maybe Lane Lambert is on the hot seat and potentially his days are numbered on the island there. I guess that remains to be seen. But the Capitals were all engaged And what was the biggest thing? What has always been the biggest thing for the Capitals that almost assures a victory is if they get on the board first. And who scores the first goal? None other than your captain, Alex Ovechkin. Ovi scores right off the faceoff his first goal since October 25th. Uh, So just right away, a momentum builder. Right away, I knew things were going to be going in the right direction. Not just because the Capitals scored the first goal, but it was the captain, Alex Ovechkin. But if you take a look at the last two games, that was the common denominator. In the game against the Devils as well, the Capitals also scored first. So sometimes that does make a difference, uh, and it did make a difference for the Capitals. But this team is rolling now. Uh, The Capitals down the Islanders 4-1. to Uh, Again, a decisive victory. This was against Simeon Varlamov, a guy who was a stone wall in net the last time the Capitals played him. But uh, the Capitals were found a way to break down that wall and picked up the big dub. Uh, Like I talked about off the top of the show, don't look now, but the Caps are in third place in the Metro. Six, one and one in the last eight, two out of second place with two in hand. Uh, So just real positive. And, you know, People were talking about, and I even talked about it in the beginning of the season, it's just like, the critics were right. This team is going to be really horrible. 
And, uh, you know, I don't want to get ahead of myself and say that they're going to make it all the way to the top of the Metro. But, hey, I'm not going to count them out at this point. This team is playing so Good. Listen, I would love to to say something disparaging, you know, that, you know, well, you know, they didn't do this right or they didn't do that right. But I don't have that to say. It's nothing but positivity. And if this if this team is taking the arrows, then it's taking the applause as well. And for right now, they deserve a bit of an applause for really buying into Spencer Carberry Systems. And I love it. And as a Capitals fan, you should love it as well. Uh, Nick Dowd, Alexi Protus, both snapped lengthy goal-scoring droughts in the second period on Saturday night uh, for the Caps. Big thing, Nick Dowd making a return to the fourth line. Isn't it interesting? After he returns, all of a sudden the Capitals really ratcheted up. He came back uh, and, and he played against the Devils as well in noticeable on that fourth line. He plays a huge, huge role uh, on this team. Make no mistake about it. But who's getting a lot of the production? It is the bottom six. And I'm going to call that the blue-collar working boots uh, lines down there. It's not the marquee uh, Alex Ovechkin and, and TJ Oshie and Tom Wilson. These are the guys in the trenches getting it done. Um, and that is who is getting the production. You take a look at Malmstown. You look at Protus. Um, you take a look at Nicholas Abe-Cubel. You know, not necessarily marquee names that you think of on the Capitals, but they are getting it done, and I'm totally psyched about it. Evgeny Kuznetsov picked up an assist and has points in back-to-back games and is just killing it on the top-line center. And I think that before this season, if I had told you that, you know, Kuzi's going to be playing on the top line, I think people would say, no, the Capitals will probably trade him before the season even starts. Well, as it turns out that he's still on this team and he's starting to catch fire as well as I think his secret sauce is on that top line. And I don't want to say that Dylan Strom uh, wasn't a good option on the top line center position, but Evgeny Kuznetsov has been killing it. And you know what they say, if it's not broke, don't try fixing it. I say march ahead. Connor McMichael had an assist on Protus goal and now has three points in his last three outings. Connor McMichael making the most of his opportunities. Nicholas Backstrom stepped away from hockey. We don't know if or, you know, when he's ever going to come back, but, you know, he got his opportunity and he has made the most of it. And also Alexi Protus. A lot of these guys that had kind of a lukewarm, tepid uh, start to the season are boiling. They're catching fire, and I love it. Um, and it's one of the things like Connor McMichael we have heard about for the longest time, that it's going to be his time, and this is his time to shine, and he is just knocking it out of the park. But what is it all about? It's more than just goal scoring. You can't win games on goal scoring alone. You have to have a stout defense, and they're buying into... Spencer Carberry in his assistant systems, they blocked 31 attempts and the penalty kill has also remained perfect and has killed off the last 18 penalties against over the last eight games. Again, I don't know what the switch was that was flipped. If you're if you're a longtime Capitals fan and every day of this podcast, uh, a last year of this podcast, I talked about. I th- I think that there was probably a team meeting, and it was two days later that TJ uh, Oshi announced that the Capitals did have a team meeting, and they talked about accountability, and they played that much better. I wonder if we don't find out here within the next couple of days that there was a team meeting because this team is a complete about face of who they were to start the season. And in any event, I don't want to overthink it. I just like the production they're getting. John Carlson and Rasmus Sandin both played over 26 minutes 
That's a lot of minutes. Logging a lot of minutes and key uh, to this team. We ta- take a look at how much the Capitals struggled last year on the blue line when John Carlson was out. Uh, at the time, they had Gustafson. He stepped up and he ate a lot of minutes. But Carlson, Sandine, huge. And Sandine's already had a couple scares this year, not to mention the scare that he had in the offseason. So we need Sandine and Carlson dialed in. They have been the secret sauce for the blue line thus far. Not the only two, but uh, stepping up and eating up a lot of minutes. Also, Lucas Johansson. Again, I love the story about Lucas Johansson. What do I love about it is I've talked about for the longest time that, you know, he he got drafted and has toiled uh, down in the AHL for years. Every year uh, or most every year since he's been drafted, he'll at least, uh, you know, uh, come to camp and then he'll get sent down. There might have been an injury or in there that he didn't. But um, he has, you know, been in camp for most of the years and even had opportunities when he's been called up but uh, he's either been injured or a lack of performance, and he's been sent down. He is starting to heat up a little bit here as well. Uh, I don't know what the long-term plans are for Lucas Johansson. As I've spoke of, there is a bit of a log jam on the blue line. Uh, also factor in when Joel Edmondson comes back. Also factor in when Trevor Van Riemsdyk is good to go. There are a lot of moving pieces. Also, Martin Faravari, a lot of injuries already to start this season, most notably on the blue line, but I love it. So, but talking here again, you know, just the real standout things, it's the defense. It is it is the bottom six that's really killing it. And just, you know, taking a look at it more, more production, Nick Dowd scores, Beck Malenstein and Nicholas Abe-Cubel also extended their point streaks to two games with assists. Protus goal off a passive from Phillips, three points in his last three games. There's not a lot not to to like about this team. And, you know, the thing that is kind of really endearing to me is, you know, it's expected that every year Alex Ovechkin is going to knock it out of the park. And I'll talk about a bit more about him in the second segment here. But in any event, I like it that it is these guys that aren't maybe well-known names outside of the Washington market. And maybe even some of the fans in the Washington market aren't that familiar with them that they are the ones that are producing. And I think that if you can get a team that is building from a foundational level uh, and, and working its way up to the upper tier, I think that that is going to put a fire uh, under Ovechkin and Tom Wilson and Oshie and these guys that haven't been scoring a ton of goals thus far. I guess Wilson has been scoring a bit more. But if they, if they start seeing that, you know, Protus is ki- uh, kicking in and you see, you know, Kuzi stepping up and McMichael and Nicholas Abe-Cubel, that that's kind of putting them on notice that maybe we need to up our game as well. In any event, that positive motivation, I think, is something that is going to raise all boats. And I think it is going to be exciting uh, to see what this team has coming up here again, because if we take a look at the schedule, they do have their work cut out for them as they take on the Golden Knights. Yes, that Golden nights um, and it is going to be a true litmus test for this team as we know they're 12 2 and one Stanley Cup champions all that kind of thing but so are the capitals so it's going to be interesting and I still think that there is some underlying bad blood. Uh, between the Capitals and the Golden Knights. They don't play each other too often during the season, but if, you know, it's still fresh in my memory. The bumper sticker on in the back of my Jeep is a little bit faded, the Stanley Cup Capitals one, and I want to be able to slap a new one on the back of it here soon that says, you know, uh, a Stanley Cup here within this year or next year. 
Uh, and I, you know, they're going to be able to do it by taking down big opponents like the Golden Knights. And then on the 18th, the Blue Jackets, 22nd Sabre. So they have to put their work boots on and continue to keep getting contributions of course, we want Alex Ovechkin in the upper tier, but that bottom six needs to stay engaged and continue to keep killing it. And I'm totally drinking the Capitals Kool-Aid right now. All right, so coming up here after the break, we'll talk about Alex Ovechkin heating up. Uh, he hasn't scored a ton of goals yet, but he's getting assists. Uh, he did score a couple goals, even though one of them was an empty netter, and uh, he continues to get production. That is ultimately what uh, is important here, and we'll talk about him straight ahead. Drive and patience, what brings the home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home the win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Make sure and subscribe or follow Locked On Capitals wherever you find your podcasts and on YouTube. I have a lot of great guests lined up for you here, not to mention game breakdowns after each and every game. So make sure and subscribe or follow Locked On Capitals today. So Alex Ovechkin is a guy that I've spoke of on this show quite often here talking about when is he going to heat up? When is he going going to heat up, um, and he is starting to finally catch fire a little bit. He's not setting the world ablaze. He's not getting hat tricks. He's not doing typical Alex Ovechkin stuff. However, he is starting to heat up a little bit. I can smell, I can smell him starting to ignite here a little bit, and that is exciting because as Alex Ovechkin goes, so goes the Capitals, and it is interesting uh, to see that that is how generally things go for the Capitals, but just taking a look at him in particular, Ovi, like I said, in the first uh, segment there, scores right off the face-off. And you could see the positivity just beaming from him because you could tell that him not scoring a lot of goals here recently is something that has really bugged him. He has not scored a goal since October 25th before this game or this last game against the Isles there. So uh, it's got to be a bit of a relief. And I think that the whole Gretzky thing is probably getting to him a little bit because, you know, it's in every interview – when are you going to catch him? When are you going to catch him? And Alex Ovechkin even said, I think it was last season or the beginning of this season, he goes, I don't know. What do you guys want me to say? I'm just going about and I'm playing hockey. And when it happens, it happens. And I understand that it's a beat writer or a journalist's job to kind of ask that question because that's what they get paid to do. But I understand where Alex Ovechkin is coming from. It's going to happen. But the one thing that we don't want to do is just make him fixate on that. It's going to happen in due time. Uh, there are uh, some interesting things that I've noticed. Um, you know, one of the things, and if you're an everyday, you know, I spoke of this, it is his shot still doesn't seem 
totally dialed in. And I know he got that goal right off the faceoff, but in general, generally speaking, his shot does not seem like how it has been in previous years. And he's also toying around with different sticks. Uh, that was spoke of as well. Sammy Silber talked about it in a piece there where he's trying out different sticks. And I think that, you know, at least in part, maybe that has something to do with it. But when I think you start relying on equipment, I think that, you know, you might have to start questioning it a little bit. And what, why do I say that? Because I'm a drummer. I was a drummer in a band for 25 years. And once you start blaming things like, well, my set was off because I had the wrong sticks. Okay, maybe a little bit, but maybe your mechanics are a little bit off. And, you know, if, if I started saying that, I might be thinking maybe I need to practice a little bit more. Uh, so in that case, I think that Alex Ovechkin, I think that the sticks might factor into it a little bit, but I think that something's a little bit off. And then people were talking about as well as those round marks on the back of his neck from cupping some kind of procedure that's done to help uh, alleviate issues that he's having there. So it was one of the things that I'd speculated about is that perhaps he is dealing with some sort of underlying injury. Uh, but in any event, I hope he's getting the treatment and it, it does look like he is getting some sort of treatment and hopefully he can continue on his current trajectory. Ovechkin said post game that he and Kuznetsov had talked about a shot right off the draw. It led to a goal tonight. Ovechkin said, I have to listen to Kuzi more often. It was also an historic night with three seconds left. He scored his second goal of the night, an empty netter tying Wayne Gretzky for empty netters. Um, and just taking a look at the goal chase for Alex Ovechkin, career goals, 826, 69 goals uh, until he makes that mark there. Projected games until the record, 114. Projected career games by record, 1,474. And the projected season is 24 25. This is from Google Analytics. So it is interesting that he is making inroads of, of, you know, slowly catching Gretzky. Again, the big thing is for him not to think about it because he's come so far. As I take a look at the chart in front of me, him passing Gordie Howe, Yamir Yager, Brett Hall, Marcel Dion, Phil Esposito, Mike Gartner. Those are huge, huge, huge names in the NHL. And he currently sits at number two. Um, we really, really, really want Alex Ovechkin to catch Gretzky. And, you know, there is a bit of concern. You know, I know that he got two goals. One of them is an empty netter. And, you know, a goal's a goal. But I, I can even tell that with hockey players, they're not necessarily in love with that. Um, that he has to continue that production uh, if he has any hopes of doing it. But that's what we're hoping for. Positive signs. He got a goal right off. Right, right off to start the game, that is what is important. Um, so that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say that it's positive steps in the right direction. But even taking a look at, um, taking a look at his other records here: empty netters, Wayne Gretzky 56, Alex Ovechkin 56, Marion Hossa 40, Brad Marchand 33, and Eric Stahl 33. So he is slowly chipping away. Um, at a lot of different records that I don't necessarily think that he was trying to chip away at. It's just part and parcel of being a really great hockey player and playing for such a lengthy period of time. In any event, it is exciting for him, uh, to, for me to see him get this production. He now has uh, four goals and seven assists through 13 games this season and points in back-to-back -back games. That's the heating up part. I think once that catches fire, I think once he gets out of his head and the positivity snowball starts to get bigger, Great things lie ahead. Needs just 69 more points to pass Gretzky on the NHL's all-time goals list. Let's keep pushing 
for Alex Ovechkin that he can do it. I believe that he can do it. You as Capitals fans uh, should believe that he can do it. It's father time, which is, you know, he can see him in the distance kind of waving like, I'm here, don't forget about me. But, you know, there's a distance between him and Father Time, and he doesn't want Father Time to get too close to him uh, before he catches that. Or injuries. You know, injuries are something that has cropped up, and not to mention, you know, the death of his father, which caused him to miss some time as well. So we're really pulling for him uh, that he can get the production uh, that he needs so he can keep going. I believe he can catch Gretzky. He just has to keep Keep going with the fight here. All right, so coming up here after the break, we will talk about how Hunter Shepard was huge in an integral piece in the Capitals winning the game against the Islanders. Make no mistake about it. I'll talk about him coming up. Chelsea season brings all sorts of possibilities. Alex Ovechkin could score 50 goals. The Capitals could hoist the Stanley Cup. And you could win big by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper, the official Daily Fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for Daily Fantasy Sports and especially Daily Fantasy Hockey because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in Daily Fantasy Hockey contests. And guys, let me tell you something. I was not a guy that was that into fantasy hockey until I found Sleeper. And let me tell you something. I love it. It makes me that much more interested in the games. Not even Capitals games. I am so pumped about it. To win 100 times bet on Sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me, Capitals fans. You can win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with Sleeper. So start play, paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big. Use code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's Locked On NHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. Welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So in all transparency, I had this show put together earlier in the afternoon on Sunday. It's a lot of notes and, and watching the game and looking at stats. And, you know, I'm like, oh, this Hunter Shepard is doing so great. And, you know, what, what lies ahead? Well, I found out taking a look at the AHL transactions that he has been sent back down to Hershey. Again, I don't think that there was any, you know, long-term plans for him being on the Capitals because it is still Kemper and Lindgren's net, but there are people that are talking out there. I listen, I I'm on Twitter, I'm on Facebook, I'm on all these social media groups and I see the talk, I hear the talk that, you know, could would the Capitals be better off with Lindgren and Shepard? Shepard really had has made a case for himself, and I've banged the drum for him for the longest time, not so much as being, uh, you know, the number one and number two, except I was number two, except I had Kemper, and then I had uh, Hunter Shepard. But as it turns out, Charlie Lindgren has really caught fire here, if you've seen here lately. And I know it's a bit of a small sample size, and, you know, if history is any lesson, we can take a look back to... Last December, uh, when uh, Zach uh, Darcy Kemper, excuse me, uh, was injured and Charlie Lindgren had to step in, played a really huge role in the Capitals December. Some people thought that, you know, they were going to turn it all around and make a really big push because they were on fire in the month of December. What happened after December is Charlie Lindgren cooled off. 
And that was kind of my assessment that back then was, did they have a viable option as number two in Hunter Shepard? Hunter Shepard has killed it everywhere that he has gone. Uh, playing at UMD, again, my home city there, uh, just 20 miles away from me, I saw firsthand what kind of uh, goalie he is. And he's one heck of a goalie. I ultimately think it's a great tragedy for him if he never finds a job somewhere in the NHL. I would love nothing more for him to be a Capitals goalie, you know, on the big team, either number one or number two, most likely number two, just based on his age. Um, but he is such a, a rock solid goalie and has put the time in that I think he really deserves it. If it's not with the Capitals, I would be happy if he got a job somewhere else. He's that great of a goalie. Um, and he was key. And we saw just a glimpse of what kind of goalie he is on the Capitals in these little uh, small sample sizes. We know that he was huge with the Hershey Bears winning the Calder Cup, of course, but I still think he needs his opportunity, and it's going to be difficult. And he talked about in an interview that when he first came to the Capitals, there was a long list of goalies in front of him that he's even surprised that he got to this point. Um, but that's what we're hoping for at some point. Again, we know it's Kemper. We know it's Lingren. But uh, the, the kind of the rumor mill out there is that, you know, maybe Kemper's not all that, that he kind of struggles a little bit on high danger shots and, you know, distance shots. Uh, in any event, uh, if we take a look at Shepard, he was huge uh, in the win there. I hate to go down on a tangent there, but Hunter Shepard playing huge, making a case he's no number three. After last night wins, Hunter Shepard is 2-0-0 with a .915 save percentage and a 2.50 goals against in his first two NHL starts. Shepard had 36 saves on 37 shots. And the one, you know, we're going to have to give him a bit of a break on is that he was out of position, a bit of a lack of communication when he was playing the puck behind the neck, uh, behind the net. It happens to everyone or any goalie rather. Um, but, you know, kind of an unlucky break for, for Shep there. I'm going to go ahead and say, uh, like I said, out of position on one of the goals, but all things considered very dialed in, moved well and put himself in a position to make some game saving saves. He did that. Uh, moved very well. Uh, Shep played unbelievable, said Nick Dowd, who recorded the game-winning goal against the New York Islanders. He was exceptional tonight. Really felt like he especially did a good job on top of the long-range stuff that was coming in from the point, but also the stuff in around the net where there's a ton of scramble stuff, where he also had to hold his ground and did a real good job of freezing those situations and just give us a D-zone draw. That was the assessment of Spencer Carberry, who seems to be pretty warm to Hunter Shepard as well. So I do think that, you know, if, you know, some sort of injury were to take place, say Darcy Kemper faced a major injury, I would have no problem, or Charlie Lindgren for that matter, I would have no problem with him being uh, taking on a huge role with the Capitals. Absolutely no problem at all. He has killed it. And, you know, I don't just, you know, I, I don't get these feelings too often. Uh, the last time I got this feeling about they got something with that guy. Who was that that, that, that I'm talking about? Braden Holtby. When he got called up kind of out of the blue there, um, if we want to take a look back, that was the Michael Neuverth era back then. And all of a sudden I saw him play. I'm like, 
wow, this guy is something. He is on fire. And as you know, history would tell there, Braden Holtby uh, is, was one of the best uh, goalies in Capitals history as far as I'm concerned. I, am I going to anoint Hunter Shepard as one of the best goalies in the Capitals history? I'm not going to say that, but I do think he is a guy that has earned his opportunity. And I really, really hope that it's with the Capitals on the big team. I think he is an NHL goalie. I really do believe it. I know that, you know, he doesn't necessarily have age on his uh, on his side. I want to say he's 28 years old, which I understand isn't old in regular people's terms. But, you know, getting a little bit long in the tooth as far as AHL is concerned. You know, not nothing crazy, but you know what I'm talking about. So that's what I'm hoping for is that he gets his opportunity. If not with the Capitals, I really think he deserves a shot somewhere in the NHL. Uh, just, uh, you know, one of the things that is a pleasant thing about the Capitals to close out the show here is they have an abundance of great goalies. On Saturday night, there was no drop-off in Hershey and Shep's absence. Shout out for Clay Stevenson. The Hershey Bears defeated the Lay Valley Phantoms 2 to nothing. That was Saturday night. They did lose Sunday, however, you know, you're going to lose a game here or there. But what I'm talking about is they had a viable option. Clay Stevenson, another guy that was on the big team for a while this year, never really saw any action, but was available if called upon. That uh, always an abundance of, of really great talent in net for the Capitals. One of the big things. To close it out here, Ryan Leonard. We know Ryan Leonard at the draft this last summer. Had a big weekend for Boston College. The Capitals 2023 first round draft selection scored twice and added an assist in the two games. Leonard now has 10 points, five goals, five assists in 10 games during his freshman season. He, uh, his five goals rank tied for second on the team. Uh, again, he is going to be ready sooner than later, in my estimation. I don't think we need to wait too long, and I understand that necessarily college doesn't always translate to the NHL, but I'm willing to give it a gamble, or at least the AHL at some point. I know he's going to finish it out here with Boston, but we're hoping that he is going to be ready for this team in, you know, the relatively near future. I, I think that, you know, a lot of people have said, why isn't he helping out the Capitals this year? Again, if you're an everydayer, one of the things you know I talk about is the lineup is pretty good this year, but if you can take a look at the horizon, it's really good. Uh, this Capitals team is going to be very, very, very good uh, in a few years here, and you as Capitals fans should be super pumped about it. Listen, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, your number one daily year-round podcast covering the Washington Capitals. And I want to thank all of you that listen on the radio side and watching this on YouTube, I have you to thank. And are you a fan of other DC sports? Well, Locked On has got you covered. We have Locked On Nationals, Commanders, Wizards. So no matter what major DC sport it is, Locked On has got you covered. All right, once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Dan Holmey, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow.